The following is a conversation with KBEK's Rockin' Robin Riley with Mora High School Principal Brent Nelson right here on Q Media's On Demand. Good morning, Brent. Good morning, KBEK. And we were talking a little weather, so you didn't have too hard of a time getting into work this morning, huh? Well, you know, last night when I was driving, there was some freezing rain, and I thought, uh-oh. And yeah. this morning, the roads were pretty good for me, so no, they were good. In the scheme of things, and I think I want to say maybe an inch and a half, two inches when I left uh, for work this morning, but I know we're getting more, and the crews have been out working. You know, we're located right in downtown Mora, and the crews have been out making noise, uh, not not making too much noise into my studio here, but at the same time, <laughs> they're doing their thing and banging around. So the crews are doing a great job. And I think, did you mention to me about that deal out in Virginia? Did you hear what happened there? No, I didn't. Oh, the Virgin- in Virginia on an interstate, they ended up having 11 inches snow after getting rain, and it was just a nightmare. People spent the night in their cars, and yeah, it was bad. So on the scheme of things, we're doing just fine. Right? Yeah. We'll take it. Definitely. So, Brent, talk about what's been going on the past week or so at the school. Well, I jotted down a few notes here. Uh, first, I was just going to let you know that we had tryouts for Legally Blonde. That will be our spring musical coming up here in March. And I would encourage listeners to mark their calendars because our musicals are always a big hit. Um, that is March 17th through the 19th. We do three shows. Thursday and Friday at night, and then Saturday in the afternoon. And again, that's Legally Blonde, the Mora High School Spring Musical. It'll be right here in our auditorium, March 17th through 19th. And I know you'll remind us because we will have our chats between now and then and keep us updated on that because people so look forward to that. So that'll be kind of a neat deal. I was going to ask you, too, and not putting you on the spot, but because, and I don't want to always do COVID discussion because I know it, it gets tiring, but... Things keep doing what they're doing with COVID. And how how are you guys faring at the school overall? How are you guys handling everything? Is is it going okay? You know, the tough thing is staffing. We're just, if, if people are testing positive, they're staying home. And if someone in their family is testing positive, they're staying home. So we, you know, yesterday we were eight subs short at the end of the day. Um, and most of that was actually not because of COVID. That was because of coaches leaving early for activities. But there was a little bit of COVID in there too. So it, we just don't have the substitute teachers and substitute paraprofessionals to fully staff. Sure. And I think the, it's not a brand new problem there. I think districts around the country, not just in Minnesota too, are dealing with that. And I think one of the harder things, and it's whether it's at a school or wherever you work, you know, somebody comes in, they've got sniffles, you know, they don't feel real good. It's so hard to know, is it a cold or is it, something more and how do you know you hate to short staff people and it's really a balancing act right now don't you think oh yeah we're pretty lucky with in Connecticut county because they're in here three days a week doing testing so we're lucky to have that partnership we also have rapid tests that within 15 minutes any of our staff can come and grab a rapid test so we're pretty lucky right now with the resources we have. Definitely, because you hear, especially around the country, some of the bigger areas, I mean, that's the hard thing is they're not able to get some of those tests. So we are blessed to have that availability. What What else do you have going on there, Brent, these days? Hey, you know, I just thought of this um, when I was talking about the spring musical, but we only have one more year after this year left in this building. So, you know, that 
that people a lot yeah. of people don't like those rock hard chairs in the the old auditorium but um this could be one of your last chances to see a live performance there so um there's a little nostalgia there and i would encourage people to come out and sit in those chairs one last time <laughs> <laughs> definitely it will be it's going to be a big change and and so many years at that school i know exactly what you're talking about i'm wondering i read a story this morning that uh, folks who have like dude ranches and stuff are buying bigger saddles so that people can fit. Believe it or not, because so many more people are just a bit little bigger than when you know they started making saddles all those years ago. So my question: Are the seats going to be a little wider? Do you have any idea for the you know auditorium? What? I'm, I'm actually glad you asked that question. Um, I was talking to a student yesterday in, in the auditorium, and yes, there's going to be a variation of sizes, and it. You know, they're not going to be, oh, the fat people sit in the red seat. You know, you, you won't be able to tell. But when you look, when you're walking down the aisle, you'll be able to tell um, bigger seats. And it, they're not a lot bigger, but it's definitely going to be more comfortable. Well, yeah, because those, I'm telling you, I've been on those wooden seats for many different band concerts and everything else. And I luckily, I've been able to fit fairly comfortably. But they are tighter because, we, you know, when that school was built and the auditorium was built, you know, they had a little different size situation than what we have today. So <laughs> yeah. it makes sense. Well, Brent, do you have anything else or otherwise we'll bring in our guests this morning? Uh, you know, just a couple calendar things. I was going to, I was hoping if there's parents listening, you know, the school district mails home a calendar and it has January 17th listed as a school day. Okay. That is Martin Luther King Day, mm-hmm. and that holiday is now going to not be a school day. So staff will report and do some training, but students will stay at home on Martin Luther King Day, the 17th. Okay, good to know. Yeah, I know we're closed here mm-hmm. on that Monday as well because uh, we're a financial place and a lot of banks and stuff are closed as well. So good to, good to do it. Yeah, we'll, and then, you know, go ahead. And the only other thing I was going to mention is upcoming here, we do have the winter formal dance. That's for students in grades 9 through 12. We're lucky to have a partnership with the Grand Event Center. They always provide a great venue for school dances, and that's coming up on the 22nd, that Saturday. Okay. Good deal. And, we'll and that's re- all I have. Well, that, yeah, that's some great information. We'll remind folks about that again, too, because we'll have next, you know, we'll have a couple weeks yet to touch on that. And that is a great venue to go in, and they'll have plenty of room to branch out and dance and enjoy the evening. So good deal. Well, Brent, inter- let go ahead and you mention, I know uh, we, we had kind of a change of plans this morning, but this you are bringing in uh, a guest, and it's the industrial technology teacher, I understand. Yes, yes. We actually have three of them here at Moore High School. I'm super excited to introduce Mr. Dean Sand. He's in his fourth year here at Moore High School, and he does a great job bringing our students real, real-world opportunities. So here is Mr. Sand. Good morning. good morning, Robin. Yeah, good morning, Dean. Thanks for popping in this morning and chatting with us. So I, the, I guess the most common question to start with is kind of, you know, where did you start education? Where have you been and, and uh, getting to Morris School in your current position? Yeah, it's kind of kind of a crazy path. I kind of just to, to get here. <laughs> um, my background has always been in construction management. So for 28 years, I was out building schools and building jails and building hospitals and having all kinds of fun uh, kind of all over the Midwest building giant buildings. So um, I've got... Uh, 
I guess to my credit, I've got about five hundred million dollars worth of buildings that have built. Wow! Uh, over my career, so um, it's kind of a neat transition for me as a second career to kind of put that behind me and uh, come into a high school setting and uh, uh, hopefully to make a difference with some some students and kind of opening up some uh, opportunities and and things that uh, students maybe never thought that they could do. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's in the real in the real world experience that you can bring. You know, not saying that teachers don't that maybe went right to school for teaching and do that, but you've done the hands-on stuff. How did you come to? I mean, you had this this uh, background all these years. How did the teaching bug? How did that come into your situation? Well, that's kind of a funny story too. I did. I actually have a, a college degree in teaching as well that I never actually used. Okay. Uh, because I was one of those people that uh, just uh, took way too many classes in college. <laughs> okay. and, uh, so I had uh, a couple of different majors, and one of them was uh, secondary education. So I do have a, a degree in, in teaching as well as a kind of an engineering degree in, in the construction field. So um, I'm, I guess I'm getting the chance to use both of them now. Yeah, it paid um, off. <laughs> it it kind of did, kind of did. <laughs> Good um, for you. i got to tell you. The, uh, the the good feeling and the, the, the feeling of fills your soul. Um, this job is probably 10 times better than anything I've ever done. Um, it just, uh, it feels good to be able to, to, to help kids. And that's, that's what we're here for is to make a difference. So um, nothing compares to this job. Absolutely. I've heard that. I can think back. I, I think just about any adult, especially of a certain age, can think back today and think of a teacher who made such a difference, and that's what you're doing. Because sometimes they, hey, I'm going to go and I'm going to do this because of Mr. Sands. He taught me this, you know. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that when you're what you're doing transfers to somebody else. And and some of the classes, tell me or tell our listeners too, some of the classes that you teach, Dean. Well, what I teach uh, here at Mora High School is uh, all the welding uh, classes, from beginning welding to advanced to. Uh, kind of a super advanced class as well, and then uh, the construction trades classes. Okay. So that fills my day out uh, completely right there. No doubt about it. And do you have, are there some businesses that kind of, you know, once these kids get some training, if you will, you can send them out to, or how does it work with some of the local businesses? Yeah, thanks for asking about that. Um, what we've tried to do here within the last three years or so is to just kind of develop a network of of local manufacturers and, and construction companies and um, uh, just kind of partner with them in, in, the, in the area and uh, uh, kind of started out as trying to kind of just learn from them what they'd like students to know when they graduate from high school to be able to work in their facility. And I kind of just kind of morphed into um, providing opportunities for internships for kids and um, that's been uh, steadily growing every year. Um, it's just been amazing. Uh, we've uh, so far we've been partnering with uh, Delcor Corporation, which is a, a company here just north of Mora, um, and uh, we've got North Post, which is another Mora and Ogilvy company mm-hmm. that does a great job of helping out with with students. And uh, we're just beginning to start to work with NPP, that's uh, also local here and in Isle. Um, another is uh, Northern Northland Automated Automation in Engineering, 
which is kind of a smaller place, but uh, um, been very helpful with uh, actually donating some equipment to us and uh, uh, offering tours and really helping me to uh, inspire students. Well, um, and then there's a, uh, yeah, go ahead, Rob. No, no, I was just going to, if you have more to mention, please mention them. I was just going to say, if somebody's listening with a business, I want to give them kind of a hint maybe to get a hold of you at the school. But if you have some more, share those first. I'll, I'll share those first. Uh, there's okay. just a couple on the construction side, and we've got a really good opportunity. Uh, Mr. Nelson here was just telling us about, you know, some of the new high school uh, things that are coming up for construction. And uh, we're taking full advantage of that uh, construction project going on right here under our nose and with our construction trades classes. Um the local uh, construction manager, ICS, is uh, being very helpful for us to provide kind of weekly or biweekly tours so we can actually see um, the construction kind of uh, going from week to week um, on a really big scale. And uh, it's really uh, a great deal for the students to be able to see um, a gigantic project going um, right under their nose. So they've been very helpful um, with, with helping us out too. And uh, I'll mention one other company, Bozier Construction, they're out of St. Cloud, um, but they have, uh, have always been a very good supporter and um, have uh, given opportunities to our students as well for the construction industry. Fantastic. I mean, I I love the real world stuff that you're passing along. And you grab kids of a certain age, and I mean, they soak it in like a sponge. So I think it's fantastic. Mentioning that, so what's the age group that you mainly teach then, Dean? I'm within the welding kind of environment there. We're teaching from ninth grade all the way through 12th grade. Wow. Um, So it's it's great to to see. And we're actually seeing our numbers really, really... uh, increase a lot from year to year. Um, I believe this year we've got about 135 students in in welding, and that's up from about 85 last year. So it just keeps growing and growing, and it's awesome to see. And uh, one thing I can mention about that, too, is it's, it's really heartwarming to see a lot of girls uh, in the welding program. And that, that is growing a lot crazy, too. Uh, every year there's more and more uh, girls that are interested in welding, and they really excel at it. So... Good to hear, yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I know I talk quite a bit with Joe Mulford from Pine Tech. He's the president there. And they do so much stuff because obviously that's the next step. If if kids want to do that, they can step over to the community college there and continue some of these things. You guys work with them a little bit? Well, last year I I joined uh, Pine Tech as an adjunct instructor. So I've uh, had the opportunity to do, uh, you know, evening classes and – summer classes where I teach uh, both welding and construction trades uh, kind of at remote sites for Pine Tech. So um, that's been a great partnership to uh, kind of keep us uh, keep us both uh, smart, I guess. So (laughs) that's always good for sure. Before before I kind of let you go here, Dean, I want to find out. So I understand um, you do some coaching of junior high football, and I wanted to ask you about that a little bit, too. Well, this was kind of my first year doing that. Um, it was kind of a fun fun deal for me to go back. I used to play college football, so that was back in the Stone Age when uh, <laughs> they just invented the football. But um, <laughs> uh, So it's kind of neat to, to see how the game has changed from when I played to, to all these, you know, 7th, 8th, and 8th grade kids that are just uh, filled with enthusiasm and um, pretty pretty fun experience. So I uh, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. 
give you give you a purpose for after school. So. Well, we want to keep you busy because it sounds like you have nothing going on. So I just want to make sure that. <laughs> I'm well, kidding. we're always interested. You mentioned other businesses. If yep. other businesses are interested in, in uh, exploring some opportunities with our students or giving them opportunities, uh, holy cow, we'd really like to reach out to you and, and uh, um, you know, bring a partnership together with you too. So. Definitely. Just get a hold of the district office and, and simple enough, to, you can go through the website or just give them a call. And of course, I think the number 320-679-6200. Am I right? Do you know? Am I going? Yeah, that's the main switchboard. Main yep. switchboard. And that'll get you, you know, if you have uh, some questions and they'll get you to the right person like Dean. Dean, is there anything else before I let you probably get to one of your classes this morning? I just thank you for uh, kind of uh, putting the spotlight on our program because uh, we uh, we really appreciate it. And uh, um, we know that there's a need for skilled workers. We hope uh, we hope a lot of other kids uh, are going to kind of take up the cause and, and uh, look for these jobs that are available and, and ready for them, uh, you know, if not right out of high school, um, out of trade school. And uh, um, I guess that's all I can add. Yeah, but it's fantastic, though. I'm so glad they're doing this in the high school because, like I said, I think once that ball is rolling for them, I mean, if you can step into a job, like you say, as a welder or an electrician or doing any of the construction, any of the trades, and you can get out there and get the training you need and then apprentice with somebody, man, before you're 25, you can be really established and have a great career going forward. So. It's fantastic, Dean. I, I'm so glad that I had an opportunity to talk with you today. And we'll try to chat again down the road here. If you have something coming up or something new that's happening, you need a little PR, I'd be happy to have you back on the air again. Hey, sounds great. Thank you, Robin. Awesome. Appreciate thank it. You bet, Dean. And in closing, Brent, I know usually we're wrapped up for the most part, but thank you for having Dean in today. And uh, in the meantime, I hope you have a great week and a safe drive home. You have been listening to a Q Media Group production. 